Welcome to the Profit Priority Podcast, where we empower creatives to grow their business, expand their profits, and maximize their personal time. I'm your host, Lorianne Kuntz, wife, mama, and lover of all things business. Here on Profit Priority, we talk about it all, from unveiling money management tips that will help you maximize your profits, to talking about time management ideas that will help you stay inspired to continue to create, and to help you protect and preserve your energy so you can be present in all areas of your life, whether it's business or it's personal. Profit isn't just about money. It's about way more than that. Hi, good morning, good evening, whatever time of day it is for you. I recorded this last night late and my podcast editor this morning was like, there's no audio. So apparently I must have hit the button on my mic or something because there was no audio. So this is take two and hopefully it will even be better than my first recording. But obviously you got to have audio for podcasting. So just story of my life. (laughs) We're like getting back from, we took, I took a week off last week and Wait, we ended up going down to the Bahamas and which was amazing, but this week has been like complete chaos. It's also like end of year and there's a lot of stuff happening with our clients and just finishing up the year and getting ready for January. And with that being said, something that we are talking about a lot and discussing with our clients is 1099s. And that's what this today's episode is going to be about is going to be kind of determining whether you need to file 1099s, what 1099s actually are, kind of the whole nine yards. But 1099s essentially is just a form that you fill out and send in to the IRS as well as your contractor that you worked with this year, just so that they can you can report their earnings. So if you think about it, whenever people have regular employee W-2 jobs at the end of the year, there's something called a W-2 and that gets recorded to the IRS and that's how the IRS knows how much that person makes. Well, whenever you have freelance work or side business stuff, you don't have that. And that's where like the 1099s come in play. And what the form is, it's actually a 1099 NEC. So it stands for non-employee compensation. It's the most common form out there that you guys will be dealing with. And what that is, it's just reporting when you hire independent contractors, such as maybe you hired a second shooter, you hired a copywriter, you hired someone to build out your website, those type of independent contractors, they're like a lot of times service providers and so forth. And so you need to report those earnings. And the IRS requires us to, it's not an option, we have to do this. But there are some questions to ask yourself on whether you need to actually file it or not. And I'll kind of walk you through those questions as well as how you can set yourself up to where you don't even have to think about this next year and you can kind of protect yourself with even having to file a 1099. But obviously, like I said before, it's required by the IRS if you fall into these certain categories and if those con- the way you pay your contractors fall into these certain categories. And so you can go ahead and take out your notes on your iPhone or you can take out a notepad or something because it's really good. It's like three, four... I don't I don't even know how many questions there are just to kind of ask yourself to determine if you need to pay your contractors and so what I ask myself whenever I go through my books and then go through all of our clients books as well and then also we're going to be t- discussing how to actually file the 1099s and the best ways to do it the easiest ways to do it and so forth but essentially when you engage with the independent contractor freelancer everything like that they should 
complete a form that's called a W-9. And this is just basically telling you as the business owner, hey, this is my legal business name. This is the this is my address. This is my EIN or social security number so that you have all that information so that when it comes January and you're supposed to be filing 1099s, you're not scrambling to get them. So that's one thing that I want you to think about and do like now in December, which I know this is airing like December 15th. So there, we don't have much time left, but like start thinking about if you need to be getting W-9s from people because it's like pulling teeth to get them. I, it's it's crazy. But on top of that, before we even have to send out requests for W-9s and stuff, let's just go and see if we even need them. So the threshold for a 1099 is $600 per year per worker and per contractor. So you ask yourself, have I paid any contractor more than $600 in a year? $600 total, not per like payment, but $600 total in a year. And this is where having your books up to date is going to be the best thing for you because you could quickly go and pull a report and just see those numbers. So you don't have to like add them up and dig through bank statements. So make sure you have your bookkeeping up to date. But if you have not paid anybody more than $600 in a year, then you don't have to file an 1899s. But if you have, you would then ask yourself, hey, is this person a U.S. citizen or are they not? Because if they're not, then we don't worry about it. 1099s only apply to U.S. citizens. Then after that, once you decide like, okay, yes, they're a U.S. citizen. Yes, they we have paid them more than $600 in a year. We want to make sure that they're not C-Corp or S-Corp. And a lot of times they will tell you that if you ask for a W-9 and they'll be like, hey, you know what? We're a C-Corporation or we are an S-Corporation. So therefore we don't need 1099. So don't worry about trying to figure that out on your own. They will let you know if that's the case. And then after that, we look and see, okay, like, you know what? All right, we paid over $600. They're a U.S. citizen. How have we paid them? If you have paid this contractor via cash check or bank transfer, you need a 1099. But the cool thing is that if you pay them through Stripe, through credit card, through PayPal goods and services, through Square, through Venmo goods and services, even though like I do not recommend doing that, they will take care of the 1099s for you. Hey, do you ever wonder if something can be classified as a business expense? What are business expenses? What are deductions? Well, I have something for you. It is my free business expense and deduction guide, and it walks you through exactly what they are, what tax write-offs are, what the IRS claims are allowed to be business expenses, as well as giving you a list of what I see common creative entrepreneurs use for tax deductions. So head over to www.lauriancoos.com slash deductions or click the link in the show notes to grab your free guide. Okay, now back to the episode. There are certain ways that you can pay your contractors that the processor, the payment processor will take care of the 1099 for you. And that's that's the trick. That's the trick that I want you to use next year is whenever you pay contractors, does I want you to pay them in a way that you don't have to worry about 1099. So like all of my contractors, I'm not filing any 1099s for myself because it's all taken care of. You can also get an account with like Gusto. So if you have independent contractors that you want on like a payroll type 
platform, but they're still an independent contractor, then you can use Gusto and you can pay your contractors through Gusto, which is actually how I pay some of my contractors. So think of ways that you can pay yourself or not pay yourself, but pay your contractors that will help you not have to worry about 1099. When are 1099s due? 1099s are due January 31st. So they're not due tax day, which is April 15th or March 15th, if you're in corporation, but they're due January 31st. So at the time of this airing, that's like six weeks from now. So it's time to like start thinking about this and start getting these W9s and start figuring out if you need to file or not, because we don't want to wait till January 31st and be like, oh crap, I need to file. And there, I mean, there are fees as with anything with the IRS. If you file late, there will be penalties and fees. So you want to get these out there. How to file. So I like track 1099. So if you go online, put in track T-R-A-C-K 1099, that is an online platform that you can go ahead and file the 1099s to the IRS as well as e-deliver them to your contractor. We use that for all of our clients. I use it for mine if I would have a 1099, but again, I protect myself by paying them in ways that don't require me to file 1099s. Well, I've said 1099s a lot. (laughs) It's like all slurring together. But track 1099 is really helpful because you can actually request a W-9 to get all of that information from your contractor within that software. So what it is, is you can go in and it's like a free login and then it charges you per form that you file. And it's not, it's not expensive at all. I don't, I forget what last year's was, but it was not expensive. So you can go in and put in the contractor's email address and request a W-9 form and it will email them. They can fill it out and it will automatically let you know once it's done. And then you can go in and file the 1099 and obviously you'll go in, approve it, and then click submit to the IRS. And then you can also choose between e-delivering it or sending it by mail. A lot of times for me, I just go ahead and email it just because you don't have to pay for postage. And I just give my contractors or my client's contractors a heads up and be like, hey, look, you're getting your 1099 through your email, keep an eye out on it. So it's pretty simple and straightforward. The only thing on that 1099 is you kind of go in and put the business name, the address, the EIN or social security number, and then the amount that you pay them within the calendar year. So not super, super complicated. I feel like the biggest thing is just determining if you need to file a 1099. And so just like, go ahead and ask yourself the questions of, have I paid any contractor more than $600 total in 2022? Are they a US citizen? Have I paid them via cash check or bank transfer? And pretty much if you answered all yes to those, then you need a 1099. And again, it's 1099NEC is the one that you would want to do for a lot of your type of contractors that you would be working with. And after you have all that done, you would go ahead, obviously file before the 31st, but then thinking forward into next year, pay your contractors through something that you don't have to deal with. And as much as I do not like PayPal, there is a very good benefit of PayPal is that you can pay through, you have to make sure it's goods and services. You can pay contractors through PayPal. So that's a good one to use. I do not recommend using Venmo, even though they will take care of 1099s now for you. Just the reporting's just very difficult on the bookkeeping and financial data side of things. But you can go through PayPal goods and services. You can pay them through um, 
gusto. If they have their own business, obviously they're going to probably invoice you through HoneyBook or Square or Stripe or whatever. And then they would, the, that processor will take care of it. So just kind of make sure the way that you're paying your contractors are just ways that you don't have to take, or you don't have to do 1099s at the end of the year. So it kind of protects you. It relieves that stress and makes it a lot easier whenever it comes to December of 2023, whenever you're thinking about year end as well. So hopefully all of that helped and made it a little bit easier. Go back, ask yourself those couple of questions, and then you can set yourself up for next year to make it even a lot better. And again, that software that I use is Track 1099 to where they can electronically collect W-9 information. You can file the 1099s for your workers and to the IRS and just make it a pretty seamless process. So if you have any questions, if you're not sure what's going on, you can always email me. You can DM me on Instagram and I will try to get back with you as soon as I can to be able to help you guys out. I know end of year can be a very overwhelming and not sure what is going on. We've got the holidays. People are thinking about Q1 of next year and then throw in tax season and it's just a complete chaotic mess, I feel like, or at least it's for me, but I have a lot of irons in the fire right now. We're getting ready to move and do like a pretty big home renovation and right in the middle of hack season. And I, it seems like every single year we go on trips in the middle of the busiest time of year it is for me. And I don't know why we do this, but we went on a trip last week for a week and I completely took off then. And then we're getting ready to go on a trip in January, the first week of January of all weeks, because that's like the busiest week for bookkeepers. And it's going to be like chaotic coming back. But I do have a team together this year and I feel like it's going to be even, it's going to, it, it will get done. Everything will get done. And we've been preparing since like October for this. So we're excited. We're on track. We're getting there and I'll be giving my team a reward for everything because they are amazing at everything they do and helping me out and getting through this year in process. So again, whenever you're thinking about year in, go ahead and get your bookkeeping up to date. Don't wait until March or April to send it to your accountant. Get it up to date. Go ahead and get a plan for next year. So start planning and projecting and budgeting. Like everyone don't they don't like that work or people don't like that word, but a lot of that, that's just projection. So it's something that's very great to do this time of year is to plan out for next year. I actually will have something available by the time this comes out. Everybody is or has been asking for a budget slash projection spreadsheet. And so I have made a budget projection spreadsheet and it's a great time of year because you can go in and plug in the whole 2023's numbers. There will be walkthrough videos for this. It can be paired with either the DIY Money Manager, which is our do like DIY bookkeeping template, or you can pair it if you use QuickBooks or Zero or an online software. This is mainly for projections. It's not for bookkeeping purposes. And so it pairs very well with whatever software or spreadsheet that you're already using for bookkeeping in your business. And you can kind of get a plan on when you can invest, where you can invest, when and how and where you can pay your, or how much you can pay yourself. This is pretty in-depth. And then you can also see like some fun little charts and graphs and see like what percentage of goals you've hit and so forth. So Anyways, that was kind of a long wrap up of this podcast, but with all that being said, 
Again, if you have any questions about 1099s, let me know. And then you can go ahead and check out in our links here. We will have the track1099.com links as well as, let's see, there was one more. I was going to put something else in there. The Gusto link. Yeah. I'll put the Gusto link as well. And that's a great option for paying your contractors and also the, wow, I really need to go to bed. I can't think right now. The budget or business budget spreadsheet, which is great. I actually use it for myself. So let me know if you guys have any questions, what you thought about this podcast, and I will talk to you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Profit Priority Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. This helps our podcast continue to grow and reach others just like you. As always, you can head over to lauriancoons.com to join our email list, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at lauriancoons.co. That's all for now. See you next week.